and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one festive page of Talmud a day. My guest today, a beloved friend, beloved Talmudic scholar, Rob Stephanie Butnick. Hello. Hi, I'm beginning to think you're joking when you call me a Talmudic scholar. Why would I ever do such a thing? You are spending <laughs> so much time uh, on this journey with me, learning and reading these pages and trying to find meaning in them. I appreciate that. And I'm here today to find more meaning than ever. So let's talk about today, because as soon as I saw this page, I said to myself, here's something that I know absolutely nothing about, and I need Stephanie's wisdom to explain away. The rabbis, I will read a very short paragraph before asking some, some pointed questions. The rabbis are talking about just what kinds of makeup may or may not be permissible on Shabbat and why. And I read, a woman who applies eyeshadow is liable, meaning she's violating Shabbat, due to dying, which is a prohibition. One who braids her hair and applies blush is liable due to the prohibition against building. The Gemara asks about this. And is that the typical manner of building? The Gemara answers, yes, braiding one's hair is considered building. As Rabbi Shimon ben Manasseh taught, that the verse states, and the Lord God built the side that he took from Adam into a woman, which teaches that the Holy One, blessed be he, braided Eve's hair and brought her to Adam. From where is it derived that this is the meaning of built? It is because in the islands of the sea, they call braiding building. It was taught in a baraita that Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, with regard to a woman who braids her hair and who applies eyeshadow or blush on Shabbat, if she did it for herself, she is exempt. If she did it for another, she is liable. This is because a woman cannot perform these actions for herself in as complete a fashion as she can for someone else. And so too, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar would say in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, a woman may not apply rouge to her face on Shabbat, because by doing so, she is dying, which is one of the prohibited labors on Shabbat. Boy, these guys really thought of everything. This is really, really something. This has to be my favorite page of Talmud so far. It's never felt so relevant to my life. Um, <laughs> you actually can't see me, but I, I did braid my hair for this occasion. I built the braids that are my two little pigtails right now. Um, so I really just wanted to like do the work and come here fully prepared. Well, that's good because we're right before Shabbat. But I want to ask you this. When you read these words, one thing that surprised me is that these guys, for, for being a bunch of men living in ancient times, they seem to be pretty knowledgeable about all these makeup techniques, you know, things that I myself probably would be hard pressed to kind of imagine even what they were, no? Yeah, I mean, like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar is talking about eyeshadow or blush. Like, it's so funny to me to see these words in this text, but I'm sort of torn because part of me thinks that this is sort of a way to like manage women's appearance. But I actually think it's not entirely that. It's actually saying women do these things maybe every day. Are they allowed to do them on Shabbat? So there is this sort of like a real acknowledgement of the realities of what women's lives are like and, and sort of the things they do behind the scenes to be presentable to the world because we are told that that is how we must look. But I do like that this thought is being given to these practices. I mean, look, it is really hard to braid hair, right? Like to do it well, that is like an art form. And so I appreciate that these rabbis, these dudes like really, really give it their due. I also love the idea that like God braided Eve's hair and brought her to Adam. Like that visual to me is so striking and so so like so tender in a way. Right? Like like the world's best dad just took the time to patiently kind of braid her hair before the before the big moment. 
Yeah, I feel like I've seen those like feel good viral videos of dads who learn how to do their daughter's hair. Uh. I mean, it shouldn't be that out of the norm, but you're like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I mean, the interesting distinction that I find here is this idea that a woman can braid her hair and apply blush to herself. Like she is exempt for that, but she cannot apply it to another because these rabbis are basically acknowledging that it's easier to put makeup on someone else than it is to put it on yourself. Acknowledging the labor of it. Yes, the labor of it. Yeah, I mean, I think we could sort of from here extrapolate to the idea that like doing this professionally is important work. There's sort of all good things, all these sort of good nuggets we could pull out to today's world, but it's really hard to do someone else's makeup. So I, I, I guess that is really, it really, really is more work. And like, I can't even imagine putting like eyeliner or mascara on someone else. That scares me. It seems like a really tough thing to do well. You know, that's that's kind of a kind of an amazing thought. One thing along these lines that occurred to me as as I was reading these pages is the notion, you know, the things that were prohibited to do on Shabbat, the 39 malachot, the 39 labors that we're not allowed to do on Shabbat, all derive from the 39 labors that we are told it took to build the temple. And there's always been this phrase that made me, you know, chuckle a little bit because it seemed ridiculous uh, by people who, like, loved working out and cared a lot about their appearance how they would say, you know, my body is my temple. <laughs> and and here the rabbis seem to be acknowledging this and saying, yes, well, your body is your temple. So if you're dyeing your, your you know, your hair or, or weaving your hair or, or, or sort of putting makeup on, it's as if you're performing the same tasks that it took to build the holy of the holies where, where God resides. It's true. And especially like, you know, the perfect makeup, the perfect, like the quaff, you know, all that stuff that that is approaching, you know, the incontrovertibly holy, I think. And what a reality show waiting to happen. Rabbis doing makeovers. Stephanie Butnick, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure to learn with you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Soon.